Welcome to the podcast. This is our second episode. One of the things we really need to talk about today, Tom, is a name for the podcast. We've had a lot of uh, a lot of suggestions thrown our way, and I'd love to come away with today with an actual name. Uh, yeah. I am Fisherman, the bootlegger who pays the highest price. I'm here with my buddy, Tom. How you doing, Tom? All right. How are you? Doing well on a Sunday morning. Uh, and uh, once again, our uh, our friend Maddie doesn't seem to be here. He said he was going to be here this time. No rib cook-off this week, but uh, not here. He runs a bar late at night, and I don't think he's uh, out of bed yet. I think his alarm's probably blasting away right next to him. So uh, we're going to get started without him. Maybe he will join us later. So uh, big things in the news in the Springsteen world this week, Tom. For one, tour's back on. It's been almost a two-week break. And today, they're going to start back up in Holland. And uh, I'm excited. I get excited. And I know people complain that there's not, you know, set list watchers think there's nothing to get excited about. I think it's always, it's always exciting. The videos yeah. are going to pour in. <laughs> We just watched a recent show the other night. Uh, you excited for the last half of the Europe tour? Yeah, I feel like whenever he comes back from a break, we get the standard set list, no matter what tour it is. So sure, I'm not too. They don't have to because they know it because it's, it's like yeah. muscle memory. It's like yeah, that's it's, it's almost like a rehearsal in a in a sense because so hope so I'm not counting on. Well, we can't count on a new song anytime, but definitely today we'll probably open with No Surrender. Probably. We will probably open today with No Surrender. And I assume it will no end song. with I'll See You in My Dreams. Now, here's the one thing. It's right at the end. The very last show ended with 10th Avenue, I'll See You in My Dreams, which is what every show this tour has ended with, except for the two shows prior to that. The two Amsterdam shows, I think it was the two Amsterdam shows, both stuck a song in between 10th Avenue and I'll See You in My Dreams. And it was a different song both nights. It was looking like, is he going to wild card after 10th now for the yeah. final show before the before the I'll See You in My Dreams? Because he did two different songs, two nights in a row. And then, the, and then the, th the third night and the final night of what we've seen so far, it was 10th. I'll see you in my dreams. I ever, everybody there must have been, oh, we want. <laughs> we were gonna get another song. You can't, you can't gamble on this stuff with him. It's like no. we don't know, we don't know why he's doing certain things. And yeah, you see, he sticks a song like Ramrod. I think was one of the songs he stuck in there before. I'll see you in my dreams, or or is it before Tenth Avenue? And and it, and then and then later, uh, a couple of shows later, there was nothing, and then it's like. He's just confusing us in a good way. You can't count on anything. And no. who, who knows what's been going through his head for the past 14 days about what he wants to present for the back half of this tour. And uh, uh, so I'm excited uh, to note behind me, if, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, there are two shows on the fall tour that have been rescheduled and I am just totally blocking what it is here, but it's uh, it's the uh, Washington D.C. show is moving from August 28th to September 29th, and the 
uh, uh, the San Francisco show from the tenth. No, from the eighth is moving to wait. No, it's from uh, yeah, the eighth is moving to the twelfth. It was the eighth and the tenth. Now it's going to be the tenth and the twelfth. You know, you know I was I was possibly going to go, or I still may go to that Washington D.C. show because my my brother lives there, and so we were talking got, about it. Just meeting. got more chance of cold. It was, you know, it was looking good in uh, in uh, August, but September 29th, you're knocking on the door of October. Yeah, so I may still go, but we'll see. I would go. You know, now, there hasn't been... An air conditioning bill goes all the way through September. Uh, there hasn't been a reason given. Do you have any inside information? I have well, I've ne I never have inside information. Let's make that clear. Well, I, I don't know about that. I guesses, don't know about that. I have guesses and assumptions, and I would say to know this far in advance that they have to cancel two shows that it's probably an unavoidable of conflict came up, you know, for a principal player, and whether it be medical or family, you know, it, it, it costs a lot of money to just reschedule a show even this far in advance there's money spent it they, there's money lost yeah. and uh in order to do it they really really need a good reason and uh you know what's funny is the fans who you can always count on to be wrong and to be angry about everything i saw you know was saying last night on my show uh if uh if you get a show canceled on you, it could be a real burden. I understand that. You buy plane tickets. I told a story last night about driving seven hours to a show that was canceled after it canceled before I left, but I didn't know until I got there. And uh, canceled shows can be a real nuisance. And I feel for people who have a hardship because a show got rescheduled. No band reschedules for any other reason than unavoidable reasons. Yeah, one and, of mine. What uh, one of mine was 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 um, it was two thousand eight, and uh, Danny died, and my show in Sunrise, Florida, was canceled. So it was the the night before we we found out. Exactly, unavoidable situations cause reschedules or cancellations, and they're a drag. But, and I understand, you know, that people can get upset. I hope people understand that, that things happen. But what I saw from the fans, and the only complaints I saw from the fans were, I bought the 10th because I thought it was the last show of the tour. They, they conned me. They, they moved it. It was, a, it was a conspiracy to get me to buy the wrong show. All, all this nonsense, man. The fans are just loaded with nonsense. Internet fans. They are loaded with nonsense, and they're just angry about everything, angry that they're not going to see the last show anymore. They bought the tickets for the wrong show, and that it was a personal slight to them, whatever gallbladder operation Springsteen needs to have is not the problem. It's that they wanted to get the lady who bought the, the 10th because that was the last show, because that's important, she said. That's important. The last well, show was important. That's why maybe it's important to to um to tell us a reason or maybe at least a vague reason i would love to know the reason but they don't know us a reason none of our business maybe he's got prostate issues he doesn't want to tell us we don't know we don't know whatever it is i guarantee you 
it was not an easy decision to move two shows that are months apart. So it's not like, you know, well, there's been other there's, ball. there's something scheduled that's in the way. There's been plenty of shows canceled and postponed during this tour uh, for other reasons, right? Three shows were rescheduled uh, and uh, they were for health. I, I, maybe I maybe I had some insider information on that because yes. they, never, they never released why those shows were canceled. And I have it on good authority that it was because Bruce Springsteen had laryngitis. It was not COVID and it was uh he could he lost his voice and uh yeah. and if bruce springsteen can't sing then you don't want to go to that show anyway you know you'd rather reschedule than have bruce springsteen not be able to sing why so, do you think he did, why do you think he didn't just say that you know what i think that they believe that we are, we are on a need to know basis and what we need to know is the shows are moving to august or when it's september whenever they Whatever they move to, that's all we need to know. He's all he's never talked about his stuff. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you. He might from the stage one day say, yes, you know, go to one of those three shows or listen to the nugs when it comes out or watch my video. He might come out and say, Sorry, we had to cancel the show, man. I lost my voice. We don't know. There's still time. Um, so do you think do you do you think there'll be any changes in the set list today? No. I mean uh, I think that there's now a bigger circle of regulars that can that make the you know trapped is in and out and Bobby Jean is in and out and and uh, Mary's place seems to be in but you know they're different than from what we saw in most of the U.S. tour so you know I don't think you're going to see any an identical set list to like a whole lot of different shows but you know I think we're going to see you know pretty much basically what we've seen. And uh, and I don't expect like today's going to be a big tour premiere day, but you know, when, you never know. I mean, you never know. All of a sudden, when, something in the night, you never know. When do you think we'll get these new tour dates for for next year? Uh, like Australia, New Zealand. I don't know. I don't know. I know that the, the the big promoter they did business with in Australia died in this past since the last tour, and so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to affect it at all. I I I am aware that there is plans to do Australia, New Zealand. He's traditionally done those in February because the weather is shit in New Jersey and it's gorgeous in Australia, and uh, so. I would say sooner than later. February is still eight months away, but they've already sold December uh, do you, for here. Do you think? Do you think there'll be any U.S. dates? Uh, I do think there will be. I have no reason to think so. I've got. I've not heard about anything. I don't. You know. I. I have no reason to believe. But yeah, I do think that there still will be more U.S. I still think he's going to play Vegas. Stadiums? I don't know. I think he's exhausting his stadium market on that tour behind you. And Vegas isn't a stadium. I had to look it up because I've never, because it's a new place. But we it's just. Two. We have, well, we have three new places if you count, uh, if you count uh, uh, the sphere. 
which there's told well, he could come to the sphere. That yeah, that's a, the only place, right? That would be no, the only place to go, right? No, that's like a 17,000 seat arena, but it's not a sports arena. It was designed for concerts. It was designed for the arena show to come uh and have the best view and have a submersive mm -hmm. video there's video screen 360 degrees around it's gonna oh, wow. be cool i'm gonna go see you too just because i want to see what it's like in there uh so there's talk that he could play there but he could you know that would be a totally different thing he would have to design a show for that venue and it would be a longer term than two nights he would do you know they're planning on getting people there for residencies uh if he comes to Vegas on this 2023-2024 tour, it would be at T-Mobile Arena where they're going to where they're going to win the Stanley Cup tomorrow night or Tuesday night uh or the Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders now play where Taylor Swift just did two nights. Yeah. Okay. So on to the um we mentioned the Born in the USA box set that Bruce has announced will not be coming out. And which is very surprising because it was his biggest tour ever, biggest album ever. And there's plenty of outtakes. He released a bunch of them, of course, on tracks. And then, uh, but there's plenty others left. You said you weren't that familiar with the, with these not, outtakes. I'm not that familiar with them. But I'm also curious to ask you what they sound like. Because when he says there's not enough material, they might not have anything that sounds good enough to, you know, track sounded fantastic. And if you listen to some of the stolen versions of those same recordings, they sounded like shit. Uh, so the question is, do they have stellar versions of what you've heard? And I don't, they might not. Well, let's say... Uh, um, they do actually. I mean, I, I've, but remember on the, uh, the river box set, he actually re-recorded a lot because they, I guess, didn't have good, good versions of the songs. And he actually did a, did a, I mean, some of them are just completely current. Like he just completely re-recorded it with the band for the box set. And did you not like I that? He, I, thought he did, I thought he did like overdubs. I didn't know he re-recorded. Yes, yeah, some of them, I believe, were actually. Um, what was however, the one? However, he did it on game because oh, I think Tracks is his greatest release. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care if he does, has to re-record it. I mean, just like he, he re-recorded The Promise for Tracks, for 18 Tracks. There's that was a of... There's a lot of versions of the promise. It seems like for a song, yeah, for a song that didn't really come out, it seems like there's multiple versions of that song, studio-wise. Yeah, he actually re-recorded it completely in 1998, I think, for 18 tracks, and then on the promise, the actual darkness box set, he released the original. Which instead but of I, it, aren't there fans that feel like there's a bootleg out there that's even better than the version that they released? Isn't there like a more coveted version? Well, the, yeah, they're very long. They're very so. I think that was one of the issues. It was just so dragged out. It was, you know, that it just would have been like 15 minutes long. I think 
I'm a live junkie. So, you know, I spend so much time listening to the live that I've never really done a deep dive into unreleased. Uh, aside from what he's released, like tracks and the promise and the river box set. Uh, I've never, I had, I have it all, but I've never really, you know, listened to much of it. So, uh, you know, I could use an education into, uh, unreleased Springsteen that he doesn't play live. I know the promise from the live times he's played it. You know, he's played it played it several times over the years. Uh the D and D I think is my favorite. Oh speaking of that, I um just on another song I'm thinking he should release maybe re-record is Real World, which is the version from Devils and Dust that's nothing like the version on I don't even know if it's Human Touch or Lucky Town. I can't. I always it's get the, confused. It's the version from from the, the 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 what was the solo acoustic shows in 1990. Yeah, the uh, Shrine Auditorium. Right, right. Chris Christic. So that's the version that's coveted by most people, and I feel I guess he played closest to it on Devils and Dust. Yes. And uh, but. Uh, don't you think I, we need I think it's on version? I think it's on a nugs, isn't it? Don't we have it on the nugs from a DD? Do we need him to go into a studio and re-record it if he did it solo acoustic somewhere and they captured it on nugs and we now have it? Yes. We do. We need him to record it as busy, yeah. as busy and prolific as he is. He's working on he's working on volume two. Oh my god. These born in the USA outtakes, and you, I'll just list I'll list one and just let me know if you what you think of it or if you even know this song but drop on down and cover me i am familiar with that title but i couldn't if you played it for me right now i wouldn't know what it was so most may think that it's similar to cover me which was also which ended up on the album but it's actually a completely different song completely different lyrics but very different melody it's really good and it's not that the version we have isn't perfect so there's got to be a better one out there maybe we should do a show where we play these songs but then well we'll only have to we'll have to send those to friends because we can't put it up on a platform because we can't use the music but we will you know yeah the, you I, know, the secret episode we'll do a secret episode and we'll talk about it all the time hey the secret episode people go hey i, I want to i want the secret episode yeah we won't send it to Matt since he doesn't even show up. Where to the work. fuck is Matt? He he can't even show up to, on his second day at work. He didn't show up on his first day at work. I know. At least he told us he wasn't coming. This time he said he'd be here. He did. Um, Betty Jean. I feel like I do know that. Like if you played that, I would know it. Uh, or I'm I thinking of Betty Lou. Betty Lou has the same song, is the same music as something that he's released, right? Oh, uh, you're no, no, no. you're thinking of Mary Lou. Okay, and that's on tracks. Which, yes, is the same music as Be True. Right. Okay. Yeah, and that's on tracks. So, again, proving that, no, I don't really have a, I'm not well-versed in, uh, in the unreleased, unreleased. If it's never yeah. been released, I don't know it. So Betty Jean again, perfect version, great song. It's kind of rockabilly. A few of these are. Um, then there's uh, "Don't Back Down" by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Don't back down. 
No, I won't back down. That's a great one. No, no, this is completely different. Um, excellent version that we have. Um, then there's seven tears. Seven. Wow. Seven songs. I know that. Uh, seven angels. I know seven nights to rock. He had a uh, thing for the number seven. Because his so, 11s and 7s have been coming up 6s and 5s. 9s. Oh. Um, and you're in Vegas. You should know that. 5 and 9 are the same odds. They're on the opposite ends of the dice. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they rhyme. And they rhyme. So they're interchangeable. You would love this song, Seven Tears. Um, and then, oh, this is one of my favorites. One Love. And it was uh, YouTube. One love, one life. Yeah. In the night. It doesn't sound anything like the YouTube version. I didn't think it did. That's a um, But that's a great song. Um, then I've got two more. Uh, the Losing Kind. You know, I uh, some of these titles stand out, but I probably don't know it. If you played it for me, I might go, yeah, you know what? That's a Springsteen. I don't know it, though. So he could probably do a good 1620 double CD with the remastered Born in the USA. Mm -hmm. But he likes and, to put, put a video in there. And he and likes I, to do a documentary, too, which takes his time. You know, He likes to really do a box set up right. See, I think we should stop talking about tracks, too, and start talking about how nugs and the people who run that archive can get together on how to get it out there like you know there's video nugs is releasing live stuff which is great they could release unreleased studio they could release video he doesn't have to make a big production out of every release but he's at that level and they are always of the mindset that a springsteen release has to sell 5 million copies has to sell 1.5 million copies of a video and uh you know fish does very well selling 60,000 you know a, a small number but uh you know they they keep putting them out because those things adds up Bruce you know he'd rather do one release that makes millions than a, a whole bunch of small releases and it's a miracle that he's given us nugs so i don't complain that's true we just need video now video from the camera from the from the big screen cameras would be great although i'll tell you this you know how people say they like audience audio better than nugs because nugs is sterile or whatever words they love to use uh I kind of disagree with that. I like Nug's audio. But when it comes to video, where of course the pro shot is more, the picture is more gorgeous, they just cut too much. Whoever directs the cameras is cutting around way too much. Hold your mm -hmm. shot. And so a lot of times I've got screenshot stuff and stage shot stuff and I only go to the screenshot when the stage shop is obstructed or blurry or shaky because, uh, you know, they hold their shot. You know, you can watch Bruce for a minute and a half without clicking around every five seconds to this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this MTV cutting. 
which drives me crazy. And that is how they operate the big screen. They also, it's been better this tour, but still too close up. You don't see too much face or too much guitar and not enough both face and guitar. Well, I couldn't, I, I couldn't agree more with you on that one. You're absolutely right. And it is the, the it is the, um, is, it's what is happening everywhere these days with filming, where it's this quick shot and then, and then, a, and then a, it's off to the next person and then back again and back. And it's just so fast. It, I don't know where that came from. I know. It's a, it came from MTV. I mean, that's where but it anyone, started. Anyone that thinks the audio, they would rather hear audience audio over nugs is out of their minds. I know. I know. I agree a hundred percent. They need and, to be committed. And the and these latest nugs have just sounded so gorgeous. Every single show this tour sounds absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So do you have any complaints at all for this tour or what Bruce hasn't done or what he could do in the future? Anything you want to complain about? You're coming to me for complaints about Bruce Springsteen. You're never going to get them. I have to he's try. Got, he's got, after 40 years, he's got my complete faith. You know, Every, here's what I remember. I remember when he let the E Street Band go and he was coming out with those two double albums and I was really nervous that I wasn't going to like them. And I know that the end result of that tour was a lot of people didn't, but I did a lot. I love those albums and I love that tour. And, you know, from that point on, I think uh, he's always said, maybe I've got nervous about releases. Am I going to like this release? But that's dried up. I've never disliked a release ever. And I no longer worry about that. You know, whatever he wants to put out. I mean, Seeger Sessions loved it. I don't listen to it as much as anything else. You know, it's probably the, my least listened to. But if it comes on, if anything from Seeger Sessions comes on, I don't turn it off. There's like, there's nothing that I avoid. Mm -hmm. Well, I completely agree with you on the 92 albums. Those two albums I loved and I still love them. And I love the tour and I love that band. And um, in fact, yeah, I know my, I know my brother would prefer that he tours with just that band, continue with that band and, or had, had had some sort of reunion with them and, you know, but I don't know if you never... caught it. Our friend Diego, a uh, friend of my other show, was was in the chat last night. And he said he's been in contact with Shane Fontaine. I did see that uh, very recently. He said he's a great guy and nice and, and good to talk to. You, so I thought that yeah, was and there's and I believe there's an album out there with Shane and and Bruce and the band and and we just never heard it. So there's the thing. That's the seven albums, right? That's what we know most recently that Bruce has talked about that could come out that's like old, unreleased stuff. Is he says he's got seven complete albums. He didn't say a seven-disc set of different... Seven, like, albums that he was going to put out as full albums that have mm -hmm. not come out that he's thinking of putting out as a box set. He didn't really go into detail about what those were. Uh, so, it, But it doesn't sound like any of them are outtakes except for the fact that he outtook the whole project you know uh so yeah. i don't think you know you're going to be finding your born in the usa outtakes on there you believe that bruce should perform mary's place or waiting on a sunny day anymore without the knee slide my 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 thing is don't do it at all if you can't do the knee slide well i'm against the knee slide 
I have it for a long time. It's poor knees. You have no idea. We see, we don't see him ice his knees. We don't see him get out of bed in the morning. We don't see his face. Like if it's anything like my face when I pull my legs over off the side of the bed for the first time in the morning and I feel for the man. He's been abusive to those knees over the years. Uh, I don't need the knee slide for either so song. I don't need either song to play. I really don't. If so I, if I don't, had to pick one, I'd play. I'd have him play Mary's Place over Waiting on a Sunny Day. Me too. Uh, but, uh, you know, I would take either out of the set list if it was up to me. I wouldn't complain about it if they were there. You know, the most exciting... The most exciting thing about either song during the rising tour was at the end when he ran across the stage and slid on his knees. Like, so for 20, me, like, yeah, don't, 21 don't. 21 years ago. Well, my point is don't play them then if you can't do it. But that's not fair. I mean, if he, if, if he can't play, okay. Can he play 10th Avenue freeze out? If he can't drop to his knees at the microphone or jump onto the piano anymore. I mean, he can only, he's a physical man. He can only do so much. The songs are still his. They still are there to be performed. You know, you saw him do the knee slide and have married those two things together. Yes. Uh, I have married the knee slide to the rising tour. The knee slide was the rising tour, but Mary's place will go on forever. The knee slide can't. It, well, it hurts. You drop to your knees and slide across the, the ground. Tell me how you feel at the end. I do it every day. You do not knee slide every day. Um, I was just, oh, uh, speaking of, do you know that that knee slide that he did, I, I know the only show that he's ever done it twice during the song I was at, I believe it was Jacksonville, Florida. And he was doing, I think it was Mary's place. And he did the knee slide. And then just seconds later, he came the other direction and did it again. And I don't know why, if he just didn't like the slide he did at first. Oh, and so I, would love to see, I would love to see video of it. I never have. But he used to do it twice a night. Once during oh, Mary's place and once during uh, Wait on a Sunny Day. But this was during the action, just one song. He did it twice. Who knows what comes over him? Things come over him. Here's what we were talking. We mentioned this last week. We were talking about Darlington County that I love about Darlington County on videos. I've seen so many, especially in a stadium, because what I've learned over the years is Bruce could be anywhere. He could be on the middle stage between the pit and the, and the back. He could be way off to the left, way off to the right. He was going to be very far from the band when Nils' part comes up. And Nils doesn't get to do his part from his microphone. He has to get to wherever Bruce is so that they can sing on the same microphone together. And it's always someplace different. And watching Nils get to him is always fun, especially when there's good video of, of, of Nils. Look, oh, shit. <laughs> he's way the fuck over there. And he's going to run with his guitar. He's got to run over and get there before yeah. his part. And uh, and it's a lot of fun, especially in a stadium. Uh, watch for that when you're watching uh, uh, Darlington County. Some promotion. I'm working on that Penn State video. And this morning I dropped a clip, which is E Street Shuffle, 
I'm really happy with the way they came, that came out. One of the camera guys, our friend George Washington, asked if I could do a split screen in this show. And uh, I did a few of them, including in E Street Shuffle, and I put it up on YouTube this morning. So check that out. Look for my three shows on Saturday Night Live on YouTube. And, uh, and we'll be dropping one of these unnamed podcast because we still haven't really discussed that maddie gave me some good ideas for some names last night but i thought we'd all discuss it all three of us i don't know he may be out i mean you know the rule three strikes so if he's not here the next time yeah I think he's out uh but uh we will definitely name this thing by the next till till then appreciate you tuning into the podcast with uh we're gonna get this up on youtube in the next few days and uh and I'm gonna try to learn how to get the audio up onto the onto the uh, uh, podcast platforms and see if we could get a dozen downloads. That would make me that would that would be enough to thrill me. Twelve people downloaded our show from like Apple Music or something. 